Hello, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. This episode is doubly exciting because it is the start of another tournament. Yes, the masses have been clamoring for another tournament to us, for Kells to assert his dominance upon the rest of us. So we have decided that we will fight for the Furby. Bum, bum, bum. Thank you for the stinger. <laughs> Neil, what are the rules? The rules are every week we have a theme. And in that theme, there are six categories with four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points with a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And then there's a final question worth up to 100 points. And for the purposes of this tournament only, we have a new feature that we're going to be playing with. Once per game, each of the players can ask for a Furby freebie, and I will give them an alternate question, which uh, may or may not be easier, but it will be alternate. So... If you absolutely don't know one question per game, then uh, you can let me know. And after after everybody else answers their question, we'll we'll give you a a, bon- a separate question that you can try all on your own. Excellent. Does that make sense? Excellent. I believe it does. I want it that first. All right. His name is Frankie. Oh, that Furby, Frankie the Furby's coming home with me. Yeah, we should have a picture of the Furby on on the on the website on our brain later brain brain later brain later. brain dot if you want to see the Furby. All right, well today's theme is actually suggested by a fan of the show named Timothy. Andy, I think you might know Timothy. Oh yeah, yeah, Timothy's awesome. Shout out to Timothy. So the, the episode is going to be all about breakfast cereal. Mm. Oh. Oh. Most important meal of the day. That's what I had for dinner. Before I forget, <laughs> if anybody out there has ideas for topics that you'd like me to go over or to, to write questions about, uh, I'm, I'm not exactly running out, but sometimes I struggle a little bit from week to week finding new topics, so... It was really helpful to get an idea like breakfast cereal, and it was kind of fun to do this quiz. Where can they find us there, Neil? Oh, that would be an excellent thing to add to the little spiel, wouldn't it? You can email <laughs> me at neil at brainladle.com, and uh, nobody else sees that email address. So if you want to send in question suggestions or topic suggestions or just complain about Andy, whatever you want to do, it's just between <laughs> you and me. And yeah. uh we love you andy (laughs) (laughs) all right category one get me down well give me time this show's just started andy yeah good point i'm writing down science already just so you know question one or i'm sorry category one is history You're a clever man. <laughs> I gotta switch it up every All once right. in a while. Yeah, twice in like two years. <laughs> Question one. In 1863, James Caleb Jackson made the first breakfast cereal. It was large nuggets of graham flour that were so hard they had to be soaked overnight before they could be eaten. John Harvey Kellogg copied and improved on this cereal and called it what? Oh, I know the. I know what it is, but I know one variation of it and don't know the right variation. Oh, give it to me. I'm locked in. Oh, I'm thinking of something else, I think. I know I am. I know what he. Um, locked in. Andy, are you locked? Oh, yeah, locked in first. Okay. All right, Kells, what's your answer? I liked in I I botched this one because I'm pretty sure it's not a Kellogg cereal. I said Golden Grams. Okay, Dave. Well, I don't know if this is a Kellogg cereal or not. In fact, I think it's not. But if you're talking about a cereal that that'll crack your teeth, I went with Grape Nuts. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> yeah, I too went with Grape Nuts. Well, 
The correct answer is not grape nuts. Mm. James Caleb Jackson's cereal, he named granula, G-R-A-N-U-L-A, because it was granules of of, uh, this flour. So when Kellogg made his, he called it granola. Granola. Oh. That's clever. Yeah. And delicious. Hmm. No, it isn't. I like I'd, I'd always assume granola was kind of a general term, but I guess not. Hmm. Like Gort would not have gotten that. Right, question two. What former patient at the Kellogg Sanitarium went on to create a company that became Kellogg's biggest rival? And for a bonus, what was his company's first cereal? Ooh, I don't know about the first cereal. Mm. Oh, yes, I do. Locked in with Boast. I'm locked in as well. I have no idea about a first cereal, but I think I have. I'm locked in. All right, Dave up. Well, I took a couple shots in the dark and I said, Mr. Post. And I said, Mm. for the cereal, I said, Post Toasties. Okay. Andy? Originally, Post was called Postum, and their first cereal was Grape Nuts. Oh, come That's on. That's what I went with. Grape nuts again? Yep. Dang it. Grape nuts again, baby. And Kels? Uh, I was guessing that this uh, person served in the military. is a very high-ranking officer. I said General Mills. <laughs> and I guess Cheerios. Well, the, the former patient at the Kellogg Sanitarium was named C.W. Post. Yay. Oh. And... The post company's first cereal was grape nuts. Break your teeth. Never had them. They're awful. You have to put a lot of sugar on them. If you want to simultaneously (laughs) eat breakfast and gravel your driveway on an icy day, grape nuts are good for you. (laughs) Grape nuts. I keep some in the back of the car in case I get stuck in the snow. It's a good idea. Wise man. Question three. Both of those companies were founded in what city? Locked in. Locked in. Mm, I'm locked in. Andy? Michigan City. Okay. Kels? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm right. I, I, I just said Pittsburgh. I have no idea. Michigan Dave? <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan. It is. Is oh, the correct answer is Battle Creek, Michigan. <laughs> there is a Michigan city, and I, I don't doubt it. Up with Battle Creek. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that stings. Michigan city. Ah, <sighs> uh, I had Michigan in my. Oh, that one. That one's gonna hurt. Oh, don't linger on it too long, man. It was really that amazing, one's though. gonna sting. It'll stick in your crawl like a grape nut. <laughs> Michigan City was a stop on the South Shore line. Of course it is. Uh, Everybody knows that. Duh. Question four. What breakfast cereal, usually consisting of oats, nuts, and fruit, was created around 1900 by a Swiss doctor? Who would eat a cereal like that? (laughs) Locked in. (laughs) I'm locked in, but dear God. Locked in. Kels? Is it grape nuts? <laughs> Dave, uh, I said, I, you know, I think once it's actually, I think once it's actually been the answer, Dave or uh, Kels, then it's time to stop using it. Nah, yeah, we've already used that one. I stopped paying attention. You said it like four times. <laughs> yeah, but one time it was wrong, the second time it was right. <laughs> grape nuts, Dave, you said, uh, I said, muesli. <laughs> Shut up! Andy? I thought it was pronounced Muslix. What? Isn't it pronounced Muslix? I don't even know what you're talking about. Is that your answer? Yeah. Um, The correct answer is Muesli. Mm -hmm. I think Muslix is a... M-U-S-L-I-X. No, M-U-S-L-I. Right? M-U-E-L. M-U-E-S-L-I. Muesli. Muesli is a brand. And something else. Yeah, Muselix is a is a brand. Oh, okay. I'll give you half points, Andy, because you're close. 
Man, these healthy cereals are killing me. <laughs> well, this is unusual. At the end of round one, our scores are Deva with 30, Andy at 17, and Kells at zero. It's not unusual. It's happened before. <laughs> well, it's not common, though. No, no, it's not. Because we're stupid and Kells is smart. We get it. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm enjoying well, the moment. Yeah. Let's let's move on to category two, which I think you guys will appreciate because it's mostly about sugary cereals. Yes. Because the topic is mascots. Yay. Oh, what type of animal is the current mascot for Honey Smacks, formerly Sugar Smacks? And for a bonus, what is the mascot's name? Locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. Deva? Uh, I think he's a frog, and his name is Diabetes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be true. Andy? <laughs> it is a frog, and the frog's name is Diggum. He's oh, from Kells. Michigan City. Uh, also, frog, and I only know this because of uh, the great, late great Adam West on Family Guy, used the town's money and made a, a statue of Diggum, the sugar right. smacks frog. Well, the correct answer is Diggum, the Sugar Smacks Frog. Honey, they're Honey Smacks now. now. Yeah, yeah, because it's healthier. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was what was killing them. So there have been a long line of mascots for that cereal. They started off with a clown, then they went to a seal, then briefly Quick Draw McGraw was their mascot. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Then something called the Smackin' Bandit, which was a half-mule, half-kangaroo that went around kissing everybody, probably without their consent. Then there was the Smackin' Brothers, who were a couple of, like, young boxers, and they, would, they wanted to go get the cereal, but they ended up just beating the crap out of each other, each, each commercial. And then there was a heart-shaped dog named Love Smacks. And finally, wow. Wally the Bear, because why not? Why not? Okay. At that point, you might as well. Yeah. Was the half mule, half kangaroo, was that in the 60s? Um, 50s or 60s, yeah, I think. Okay. There's something else going on in them honey smacks. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with you guys, I knew I couldn't ask what the real name of Captain Crunch is because you guys all know that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. American Devo. hero. Mm-hmm. Devo, you want to share it with us? What's his uh, name? Not right now, but I know it. <laughs> no, it, it's not part of the question. <laughs> it's not part of the question. I sure. can't remember. Uh, it's Cornelius Crunch, isn't it? Oh, my God. Kels? I don't I don't um, worship what, what warmongers. Is... It's Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I was thinking of his brother, General Cornelius Crunch. Right. It's a, because he comes from a long military family. Mm-hmm. A long military family? Yeah, That's I mean, long, they, they were all... Magellan is his great-grandpa. Yeah, tall, Jeez. long people. Anyway, I'm sorry. Please continue, Neil. Yeah, I'm trying to. So my question is, what is the name of Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch's ship? Ooh, that's a great question. Oh, locked in. Locked in. Uh, hmm. Can't remember the name of his ship because he, you know, he captains the world. So I don't necessarily think of him as being limited to a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I have Stockholm Syndrome to worship somebody who put you through so much pain. <laughs> I did not. Uh, I'm locked in. I'm thinking about running to the store as soon as we're done with this phone call here. I uh, Or podcast, I guess it is. I, I've been craving Captain, Captain Crunch for the last week since I started working on this. Oh, mm. yeah. The peanut butter crunch, the crunch berries are all solid. <laughs> okay, Andy, what's your answer? It's the guppy. Kels? 
I said uh, a very special episode. Oh, cows. I said the SS breakfast. The correct answer is the SS guppy. And so, so the SS breakfast was part of his, his fleet in Korea. Right. Yeah. I did know, and I can also tell you he, the guppy would uh, dock on Crunch Island. And that's not one of our jokes. It's legitimately where the guppy is from. Yeah, I think that's where uh, Captain Crunch is from, yeah. Yep. So, trivia nugget. The captain was originally drawn by Jay Ward, who also created Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, wow. And Dudley D. Wright. And oh. Peabody and Mr. What's-His-Name. Yeah, Sherman and Mr. Peabody. So, yeah. So, if you go back and look at some of the really early cartoons or uh, commercials, then uh, you can definitely see a resemblance between those styles. Hmm. Question three. What is the name of the chronically distracted mascot for Cocoa Puffs? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I'm looking for the name, not the type of critter it is. Locked in. <laughs> Man, it felt so good early on. I, it's a... Yeah. Yes, yes, I know this. Yes. I am I'm so locked, locked in. in. All right, Kels. Wow. I believe it's Sonny. Deva? James T. Cuckoo. <laughs> Andy? Look what they did to my boy. It's Sonny. The correct answer is Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. Yay. I was going to connect it to the Godfather, but that was a stretch, and Deva's never seen it. No, we already got we already got the Godfather connection. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Question four. Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry Ghost are all current mascots for General Mills' monster cereal line. What are the names of the two discontinued monsters for five points each? Going to one. I'm locked in. Um, I got Man, I know one. Yeah, I remember one vividly, but I don't remember what the cereal was. But I have no idea what the other one was, so. I'm locking it. I'm going to lock in. Yeah, I'm locked in. Okay. Deva? I think one was a mummy, and the other one was a werewolf. And I have no clue on the cereals. (laughs) Andy? Yeah, one was definitely a mummy. I want to say it was like a, a, a fruity mummy. Um, the other one, I have no idea. I'm going to go with uh, Wolfman. It was discontinued because the hairy, hairy cereal is kind of gross. <laughs> and Kels. I said Fruity, Yummy Mummy, and Weedy Wolfman. Yummy Mummy. <laughs> Weedy Wolfman. Please let that be right. <laughs> so this is going to be a little, little confusing, but... The correct answers are Fruit Brute, which was a werewolf. His name was Fruit Brute, but he was a werewolf. And the second one was Fruity Yummy Mummy. So, Kells, you got the werewolf and mummy part, and then you got the exact name of one of the cereals. So, you got 12 points. Devo, you got 10. And, Andy, I gave you half a bonus for getting... Did you say you said fruity mummy? I think. Yeah. Or I yummy fruit, mummy. I you, you got yummy, one. I didn't remember the yummy part, but I remember the fruity mummy. So I gave you half a bonus point for that. So you have a total of eleven. Thank you. And which brings us to the end of round two, and the scores are Kells with thirty-four, Devo with fifty, and Andy with sixty. All right. And now we have round three, which is sports. Yes. What? So what do you think what, of four questions about Wheaties? <laughs> it is four questions about Wheaties. Oh. <laughs> I almost want to give you a bonus point for 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 guessing that, but I'm not I going guessed to. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 
Question one, Wheaties had a long history of sponsoring sporting events before they had their first athlete on the box. But what baseball player was the first athlete on a Wheaties box? Oh, I forgot to say, each one of these sports questions has an easy mode for half points if you want it. Uh, locked in. I'm pretty sure I know this. Uh-huh. I think so, too. Locked in. Locked in. Okay. Andy? Uh, it was uh, in relation to a healthy baseball player. It was Lou Gehrig. Oh, wow. Kels? I also went with Lou Gehrig. Oh, come on, guys. And David? Why is that Joe DiMaggio? Correct answer it was Lou Gehrig in Dang 1934. Uh, right team, though. Right team. Yeah. And number two, who was the first black athlete to be on a Wheaties box? Locked in. Locked in. Oh, come on. So now I'm second guessing myself because I am too. Yeah, now I'm I'd be surprised. I would be surprised actually if I'm right. I'm gonna lock in with this. Locked in. All right, Kels. I said uh Jackie Robinson. David. I said someone much later than Jackie Robinson. I said Carl Lewis. Andy. I didn't even think about it. I put down Muhammad Ali, and then I realized no way for a whole truckload of reasons. <laughs> well, so the easy, let's see if the easy mode would have helped in it. You all, you all got it wrong. The easy mode was, uh, oh, good. It, was it was in 1935. Oh, my God. Jesse Owens? Jesse Owens. Wow. Hmm. Props to them. No, I think that for the early early years, I don't think they were on the uh, front of the box like they are today. I think they were on either the side or the back because looking at some of their hmm. firsts and other stuff, they say like Jesse Owens was the first black athlete on a box, but then there was someone else, I forget who, who was the first black athlete to be on the front of the box. So, so that may be why it's a little confusing because I don't think you've ever seen Jesse Owens on the front of a Wheaties box because I don't think he ever was. Mm. All right. Question three. Who was the first woman to be featured on the front of a Wheaties box? Oh, man. I, I should say, I, I think that's accurate, but let me amend that and say the first female athlete to be featured on the front of a Wheaties box just to make sure I'm accurate. Um, I, I I like this answer. I'm locked in. I like this answer. I'm locked in. I'm really confident with mine. All right. Kels? I said Mary Lou Retton. Deva? I also said Mary Lou Retton. And Andy? Yeah, as a child of the 80s, you couldn't escape Mary Lou Retton for a while. (laughs) So I think there was a female aviator who was on the Wheaties box earlier. But again, I think that was in the era where they weren't putting them on the front of the box. The first female athlete to be on the front of the box was Mary Lou Retton in 1984. Yay. And question four, who holds the record for the most depictions on Wheaties? Locked in. If you want for easy mode, I'll give you the, I'll give you the league that they played in. I'm locked in. Yeah, I, I'm, I have a pretty good guess. I'm I'm locked in. All right. Andy? MJ. Kels? Awesome with Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And Devo. Skip. Skip. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, Michael Jordan. The correct answer is Michael Jordan. <laughs> Don't do that. Skip. Don't do that. Don't skip. do that. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Only one of the best people on TV, Shannon Sharp. He is entertaining. And even if you don't know what the hell is going on, he is entertaining. <laughs> so if Uncle Shay is listening to this, you got a fan in me. <laughs> All right. At the end of round three, Kells is hanging in there with 64. Davo has 70 and Andy in the lead with 90. Oh, wow. Andy. Well, Andy likes this series. This is, 
You know, this is going much better. Um, I changed strategies at the last minute. My original game plan was what I was calling the Dolphins game plan, where I was going to bag it for the whole season to get a good draft pick next season. But this is working better for me. <laughs> well, you say that, but then category the four is science. Oh, science. Oh, it's hiding later on the show. There it is. This could be all questions about how Captain Crunch cuts up the top of your mouth. The science uh, of how they make it so sharp and hard. No. Okay. Question one. John Draper was an early phone freaker who used a toy from a cereal box to hack phone systems. For five points each, what type of toy was it and what brand of cereal did he get it from? Hello? <laughs> Those, those are all things that don't go together. So somebody hacked people's phones with a cereal with, with, a, with a toy from a cereal. Yes, I oh am honored. I am honored to be the first to use my my freebie, my Furby. I would like Furby the Furby, Furby question. Okay. I also would like the Furby question. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I ran this. I ran this question by friend of the show, uh, El Jefe, and he knew it immediately. So I just want to throw that out there. Well, good for El Jefe. El Jefe. By the way, Devo, with you coming in, also doing the same thing. That's like me bidding one and you bidding two. You know, it's just not <laughs> yeah. fair. Actual retail price fifty cents. Um, Dang it. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. But I'm a roll. Oh, come on, make it a make it a trifecta. Trifecta Kells. I, I kinda wanna hear. Come on, that. Kells. You know you don't even know what he's at. Oh well, well, he'll have to tell us what the answer is regardless. Will he? Do I? Yeah. Right. That's part of the game. It's a good, it's a good answer. Uh, wasn't a good question, so it's got to be a good answer. It was a great question. <laughs> it's a fantastic question. It stumped us all. Uh man. You know what? I kind of need points at this at this juncture, so nah. Nah, I'm going to let them take whatever half credit. I'm locked in. Ah. No, it's full credit if you take the, the, the oh, freebie for well, me. Freebie, freebie. No, no, no. All right. Um, what's our Furby freebie? So I guess I guess we're we'll do the same since you all picked it on the same time, we'll uh we'll just do one question. I was gonna I was thinking it was gonna be one question per person, but I guess it's gonna be you can all share it. Okay, since you all wanted the you all opted out of a really great question. The Furby Freebie question is, in what year did the War of 1812 start? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right. Kels, what's your answer? I'm hoping it's 1812. Andy? It is the spring of 1812. And Devo? 1812. Correct answer is 1812. Whew. Now, the answer to the fun question was John Draper was known in the... So do you know what a phone freaker is? No. no. Okay, well, back in the... Uh, before the 80s, most of the um, telephone switching equipment was was analog. And there were devices and other things they could use. They called them black boxes and blue boxes. To They could hook them up to the phones and send kind of administrative commands and get free long distance and do other stuff with the phone systems. So John Draper realized that a whistle that he got out of a Captain Crunch box had a, res <laughs> has a, had a tone of exactly 2,600 hertz, which is a frequency that allowed him to enter into an operator mode. So he would basically get people on the phone, uh, blow his whistle, and the other person would get disconnected, 
but he was now in operator mode and could do, I don't know what kind of crazy stuff on the phone system. (laughs) That is an excellent question. Which is why he has the nickname of Captain Crunch. (laughs) It's also, by the way, the reason that the Hacker Monthly uh, magazine is called 2600. Oh, wow. Uh, the hackers have a magazine. Yeah, it's been around for years. Okay, or, I mean decades. Mm-hmm. You can find it at uh, Barnes and Noble. All right. Well, I thought it was a great question. It is a very good question, and I think you guys are going to regret not guessing that one because the next one is even better. <laughs> this one has an easy mode. Uh, question two: What three? Serial derived terms are used to refer to the fourth, fifth, and sixth derivatives of the position vector with respect to time. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> serial derived terms. Yes, they're from serial. I'll take an easy mode. Am I the only one trying to go through every episode of Doctor Who? Yes. Trying to remember when you use serial terms? Yes, you are. I'm a lock in. I'm locked in. I have an idea. Easy okay, mode for so me. Kels and Andy are locked in. Devo wants the easy mode. The easy mode is they're named after Elfin Brothers. <laughs> I'm locked in. Uh, Devo? Uh, snap, crackle, and pop. Kells. Snap, crackle, and of course, pop. And Andy. Snap, crackle, and pop. I swear I didn't even know what you asked. All yeah, I did is, not. what cereal has three? That's what yes. I went with. <laughs> well, so there's a there's a formula for the position vector with respect to time, right? Mm-hmm. And Sure. Oh, never mind. No, yes. I actually want to know. Andy Hush, you don't I don't know. know. I don't know, but I want to learn. So, do you, do you know what a derivative is? Vaguely. And cal- did you ever take calculus? What's that? Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so, you know what? Go to the uh, Wikipedia page, and okay. you can read all about the fourth, fifth, and sixth derivatives of the position vector with respect to time. Okay. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Question three. What is the characteristic of milk or nearly any other liquid that causes the last bits of your breakfast cereal to clump together? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say like this. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. Locked in. Andy? The Ray Guy effect. Dave up. I said viscosity. And oh. kills. I also said viscosity. Those are good guesses. Yeah. I mean, they're okay guesses. They're not the right guesses. Dang. The correct answer is surface tension. Oh. Uh, huh. Surface tension causes your cereal to clump together. Yep. Huh. Okay. It has to do with the, uh, you know, the what the meniscus is? Mm-hmm. Where the where it basically causes causes a slope mm-hmm. when the when the when the milk meets the cereal it causes a slope and basically your cereal almost literally falls into each other. Oh wow! So, well, you'll be glad to know the last question is true or false. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> true or false? You can detect the iron in your breakfast cereal with a magnet. Locked in. Locked in. Oh man, I'm gonna feel so so dumb. I'm locked in. Kels? I just said true. Andy? False. And Devo. I was thinking, you know, depending on the strength of the magnet and blah 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 blah. But then I I, I said false. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could do this experiment at home, if you get a like a, um, a freezer bag, put a little bit of cereal in there and then put some uh, water and kind of mush it all up until it becomes um, 
you know, a, a kind of a smooth liquid, put it on a flat surface and then take a strong magnet and start, you know, slowly going from one side to the other. Um, eventually you will get a little pile of, uh, essentially it's not really iron filings, but a little bunch of little iron that will stick together. The God, I hate the science category wow. so much. Wow. That's really cool though. It is. I mean, it's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be one that has, is, you know, fortified with iron. Right. But it's kind of cool to think they've, there, there's like a, a measurable amount of iron in one cup of cereal enough so that you wouldn't, if someone looked at you and said, you should eat this little pile of iron filings, you would think they were crazy, but you're eating that in your cereal. Huh. So would like a fridge magnet work for this experiment or do you need a higher power magnet? I I don't know. I haven't done the, the experiment, but I have seen, I saw it done on, on YouTube and uh, they were using kind of a bigger rare earth magnet, I think. Okay. I don't know if a refrigerator magnet refrigerator magnet would work. Hmm. Cause I got some honey nut Cheerios up in the, up in the cabinet. I might try this out on him when we're done here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, at the end of round four, Davo has 85, Kells 94, and Andy still in the lead with 110. Wow. I'm surprised. Which brings us to movies. Oh, boy. In 2007, 12 7-Eleven stores were temporarily converted to Quickie Marts to promote the Simpsons movie. What brand of cereal did they sell during that time? Also to promote the movie. Locked in. Locked in. It's the one that doesn't Itchy and Scratchy advertise it on the cartoons. Are you asking us? Yeah, they're both locked (laughs) in, so I'm talking out loud. Okay. We're still not going to answer your question, though. I'm not expecting an answer. Okay. I'm just thinking out loud. Got it. (laughs) I have not watched a Simpsons episode in so long all that knowledge got replaced with lovecraft knowledge more important stuff huh yeah i don't know that hp lovecraft ever wrote about cereal he didn't he didn't (laughs) i mean maybe porridge or something like that at some point yes gruel (laughs) (laughs) um oh please uh okay i'm locked in Devo, what's your answer Oh boy. Uh, I said uh, sugar bombs. Kells? I said crusty O's. And Andy? Oh, it probably is crusty O's, but Itchy and Scratchy used to advertise stabby O's, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> well, the correct answer is crusty O's. Yeah. Crusty the egg. cereal had crusty with a bowl of cereal and there were like worms and bugs and other stuff in it. It was pretty gross, <laughs> but they sold a lot of them. I'm sure. Question two, Kellogg's introduced a cereal called chocolate mud and bugs, which feature what lion King duo on the box locked in. I am also locked in. Andy is racking his brain trying to come up with their names. Yeah, I, I'm not a big Lion King fan. Um, I'm locked. I'm locked in. But it was on Broadway. Hall and Oats. That's a perfect cereal name. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I would eat that. Smoothie milk. Uh, I said Timon and Pumbaa. Kels. When I was a young warthog, Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> Are you aching? Yep, yep, yep. For some yes, bacon. <laughs> you could be a big pig too. Oi! Now I'm done. I'm just going to sit here and wait. No, you're good. I'm done. I'm okay. done. Rap. Correct answer is Timon and Pumbaa. Question three, cereal based on what film was described as 
naturally sweetened chocolate pearl-shaped cereal with pirate-shaped marshmallows. Oh, locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Kels? I said Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Andy? I said exactly the same thing. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. And Devo. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black oh, Pearl. Please. Quick answer is Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know if it was specifically uh, that movie. Was that the first movie? Yeah, it was the first one. Yep. Yeah, I think that's correct. All right, question four. Ralston made a serial in 1991 to coincide with the release of what Kevin Costner swashbuckler movie? Locked in. Locked in. Oh, it's got to, I just, so the name of the movie or the name of the serial? Because I've got the name of the movie. The name of the movie and the name of the serial are the same thing. Oh, thank goodness. I'm locked in. (laughs) All right. Devo. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. O's. <laughs> Kels? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And Andy? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Flakes. The movie was called Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It was a really weird tie-in because it had a picture of Robin Hood on the front, but it looked nothing like Kevin Costner. There was no real reference to the movie except to say that um, there, there, I mean, there was a reference to the movie in like the fine print. It, it was really strange. Um, and the serial lo- was supposed to be arrow shaped, but they look kind of vaguely phallic. Oh, boy. And, uh, there's a cool website out there called Mr. Breakfast. If you are interested in serial and serial trivia, it's kind of an interesting uh, website to peruse. That's where I got a lot of the, most of the movie questions. He's got a whole section there of uh, serial movie tie-ins. And he's got a picture of the uh, Prince of Thieves serial <laughs> that are supposedly arrows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At the end of round five, Devo has 115, Andy 130, and Kel's 134. I'm still playing, guys. Final category is prizes. Because yeah. what's a good breakfast cereal without a fun prize? Agreed. It's educational is what it is. Question one. In 1996, a video game named Chex Quest was given away in boxes of Chex cereal. It was a conversion of what violent first-person shooter released in 1993? Locked in. Because I played this and I loved it. The serial game? Mm-hmm. Well, probably both. Yeah, both of them, but the serial game is great. <laughs> I'm going to log into the. I'm guessing, because I can only think of a, one super popular first-person shooter game, but I would love to see the Chex version of this if I'm right. <laughs> What's your answer, Andy? Please tell me it's Doom. Deva? Doom. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I also went with Doom. Correct answer is Doom. It's so Were good. there like Czechs Hitlers? No, that you're thinking of Wolfenstein. Oh, I'm thinking of <laughs> Wolfenstein. There were Czechs, oh. there were basically like funky creatures and you shot them with milk, like a gun that shot milk. And you had <laughs> Czechs armor. <laughs> it was great. Okay. Question two. In the 1970s, this cereal offered little plastic terrariums inside each box. If you were resourceful enough, you could spell terrarium with your cereal. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Deva? Alphabets. Kels? Getting a spooky message in my alphabets. It says, ooh, Peter, those are Cheerios. (laughs) (laughs) Andy? Alphabets, and I still have my terrarium. It's in my workshop on a shelf. Wow. Really? Yep. Bug free. So <laughs> so if I had just gone with uh, the terrariums and had the spelling thing as a as a uh, as an easy mode, you would have gotten that one? 
Ooh. Yeah, I, th- Ooh. I think so. <laughs> I would, I, I, you know, I, I've had that for a long time. If you would have, like, if we were in a shop and you just would have asked me point blank, what cereal did that come from? I don't know if I would have remembered right off the top of my head. It was alphabets. Okay. All right. Question three, plastic frogmen and submarines were given away as prizes in various cereals. What common household product was, was used to make them rise and fall in water? Locked in. Never make those stupid things work. I'm locked in. Um, sure. I'm locked in. All right. Kels, what's your answer? I guess uh, washing powder. Okay. Andy? Baking soda. Uh, and Devo. I said soap. Hang on. I got to confirm this. You made me second guess myself, Andy. I think it is baking soda, though. I, I've once Andy said it, I was like, "Man, that sounds." Boring. Or maybe that's why I could never make those damn things work when I was a kid. <laughs> was I using the wrong soda? Because you know me, I was into like operating models as a kid, and so as a little kid, seeing that, like, whoa, a submarine that'll dive and run, yeah, sign me up. And then I could never make it work in the tub. So the correct answer is baking powder, which is Those not the same as baking things. soda. Yeah. No, I was I was confirming I was confirming that I got the right answer. Mm. Okay, um, I know they're they're two different things. So yeah, that could be the reason why it never worked for you, Andy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I swear to God, I'm pretty sure I was using I was using <laughs> baking soda, huh? Mm. So I, I guess the idea is that you, you would get this little plastic submarine, say, and put some baking powder in it, and there were little uh, little tiny holes in it. And so you, you would put, the, uh, put it in water, and it would sink, and then water would kind of seep into the container of baking powder, which would cause it to, um, to fizz which would you know, put some air bubbles, which would cause the submarine to rise. And then after it rose, they would dissipate and sink again. And it would basically just kind of go up and down. Huh. Yeah. Mine just went I, down. I got that to work like one time. <laughs> Question four. Once upon a time, cereal boxes had records that you could cut out from the box and play on a standard record player. Which of the following bands never had a cereal box record? Was it the Archies, the Monkees, the Beatles, or the Jackson Five? One of those never had oh, come on. a record on the back of a cereal box. Those are all Is likely that? candidates. Very good question. Three of them are likely because they actually did. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in. All right. I thought this might be tricksy. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. <laughs> what do you think, Andy? I know for a fact the Archies and the Monkeys had a cereal box record. I've seen those. I have not seen a Jackson 5 one. Um, and I can't believe there's a Beatles one that I haven't heard about. Um, so I'm going to go with the Beatles and guess that the Jackson five did have one, but I'm not aware of it. Okay. Deva. I said the monkeys and Kels. I also said the monkeys. Well, I was hoping that I was going to catch up Andy because I believe it was George Harrison did have some songs on a record, but the Beatles never did. Hmm. I th- honestly, I didn't know about the George Harrison, a cereal box with George Harrison. Yeah, I, th- I think it was oh. like a, uh, there were a few different songs on there. I'm intrigued. I meant to look into that. Yeah, I, I could have it wrong. I mean, they're kind of all the same to me. It could have been Ringo or Pete <laughs> well, or <honestly>. somebody. <laughs> nice. Nice. See, we were having a moment there and then you ruined it. What was the other one? Sam? Was there Sam? Yeah. <laughs> Go back to memorizing Rush albums. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember ever getting cereal like that. I don't know. I mean, I had a record player, so it's possible I did, 
apparently they sounded awful because they're basically <laughs> was a thin sheet of plastic that was yeah. glued to a piece of cardboard. But they did actually work. And some of them had um, clues for contests and things like, you know, here's four songs. Uh, you have to name the four songs and send it in, you know, send in a postcard or something like that. It's kind of interesting. And the other thing is the most, most of those bands were uh, late sixties, early seventies, except for the Beatles, which was, they were kind of Beatles was kind of over by the time they started doing this. It, it looks like. Six, yeah. 69. And the Beatles were kind of past that. All right, at the end of our regulation rounds, we've got Deva with 135, Kells with 154, and Andy in the lead with 160. Uh-oh. Thanks to the Beatles. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, our final question. According to Kiplinger.com, what are the top 10 breakfast cereals by boxes sold? This includes sales from the 52 weeks prior to August 12, 2018. And note that these are specific flavors. So, for example, Crustios would be separate from Fruity Crustios. Those mm. would be two different cereals for the purposes of this list. And I've got a list of the top 10, and I need you to name me those top 10. Uh, wait just one second, Bobble. Yes, it's your friendly podcasting fanatic. Here to shout out my trivia brothers from another mother, the Trivia Rogues. When you get a chance, pop on over to the Trivia Rogues and let Billy and the gang educate you on some things, Bubba. Funk on. And do remember to please look both ways before you cross my mind, baby. I'm just naming my favorite cereals of all time. (laughs) I don't care what the world thinks. There you go. The joke's on you. The world doesn't think. <laughs> that was deep. In case it wasn't obvious, Crustios are not on the list. Oh, scratch that off. And neither are Fruity Crustios because I made that up. <laughs> I've got my 10. I also have 10. Pardon me, I have 9. I miscounted. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I recounted. I have 10. It's easier when you write down, like, the numbers. And you want me to describe the sixth derivative to you? No, I don't. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I don't. <laughs> I, I'm locked in. Everybody's locked in. All right. Let's start at the bottom like we usually do. Devo. Starting from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> It's anybody's game. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I I went with corn checks, frosted flakes, Captain Crunch, corn flakes, Cheerios, honey nut Cheerios, raisin bran, Fruit Loops, cocoa puffs, and rice checks. Got your checks covered, huh? I got to make sure those don't bounce. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Stretching it out. (laughs) Don't want to pull a hammy. (laughs) All right. Kels, what are your answers? All right. Uh, I got Honey Nut Cheerios, Frosted Flakes, Corn Flakes, Honey Bunches of Oats, Fruit Loops, Apple Jacks, Frosted mini wheats. Okay. Shredded mini wheat. Raisin bran. And cinnamon toast crunch. Oh. Oh. That's a favorite around my house. It's good. And Andy. Oh, I don't feel good about this because I never thought about the Czech cereals and they can be used for breakfast and Czechs mix. So I think that's, I'm going to take a hit there. But, uh, Number one, crunch berries. Duh. Uh, number two, fruity pebbles. Uh, number three, honey nut Cheerios. And then I too thought, realized when I wrote down honey nut Cheerios, I realized Cheerios. 
Um, five is Lucky Charms. Six is Fruit Loops. Seven is Life, because Mikey likes it. Eight is Raisin Bran. Nine is Apple Jacks. And for my last one, I picked Rice Krispies. I'm regretting the Rice Checks versus Rice Krispies thing, because you make them Rice Krispie treats. It's amazing. Oh, those are pretty good, too. Yeah. All right. Well, give me a minute here to tally up the scores. I think Life Cereal is better dry than with milk. That's what I like about Life Cereal. You can have it both ways, and it's delightful either way. It gets too soggy too fast. I've never had it. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's my issue with Rice Krispies, is I like to have a monster bowl of cereal, and Rice Krispies turns to gruel in the big bowl. Well, what about the Fruity Pebbles? That just turns into colored gruel. I eat it really fast. You got it's it. It's different. That, Holy I, yeah, you inhale that. But your Crunch Berries, now there's a cereal you can just savor. It's a savory cereal. Have you seen the, uh, they've released a Pop-Tart cereal? Yeah. No, tell me more. I've seen it. I don't, I don't want to try I'm scared it. to try it. Sounds dreamy. Oh, man. All right, you guys ready? Yes. Ready. Okay, here's a, uh, I actually have the top 19 in my hand. And uh, a couple of these you guys guessed. Number 19 is cornflakes. I think a couple of you said that. That didn't count. Reese's Puffs. Ooh, those are good. Uh, Raisin Bran Crunch, which I didn't know was a thing. Uh, Crunch Berries is number 16. Special K Red Berries. (sighs) Apple Jacks is 14. Rice Krispies, 13. Special K is 12. I think you all said Raisin Bran. That's number 11, so it did not count. So the following are the ones that count, starting at number 10. Fruity Pebbles. Life. Yeah. Frosted Mini Wheats. Lucky Charms. Oh. Oh. Got that one. Yeah. Fruit Loops. All right. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. Honey Bunches of Oats. Number three is Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. Number number two is Frosted Flakes. And number one is Cheerios. Yeah. Plain old Cheerios. So, by my count, correct me if I'm wrong, Davo, I've got you with four, correct? That's what I have. Which brings you up to 175, and currently you are in the lead. By my math, Kel's Kel's got uh, six, correct? Is that right? Yes. For 60 points, bringing you to a total of 214. And Andy, I count six for you also. Uh, Yep. Which brings you to 220. You Andy wins by six points today. Well played, Andy. Thank you. Good job, Andy. You know your cereal. I was a little bit worried. I I do love my breakfast cereal. My wife would not let me live it down if I had failed in the breakfast cereal category. <laughs> I sometimes could spend a long time in the cereal aisle. I don't want to. I don't want to like poke too many holes in Davo, but I think you're the only one that actually had cereal that weren't in the top 19. Yeah. Neither of the checks were on the and Cocoa Puffs too. Which surprises me. Top. If I had thought of the check cereals, I would have put them on there. I really would have. That surprises mm-hmm. me. Captain Crunch wasn't on there, which is a national tragedy. Crunchberries was. Yeah, Crunchberries. You know, that's what's wrong with this country is we're forgetting our heroes. Does anybody actually eat Captain Crunch without the berries? I do. I do sometimes. Oh. Weird. Sometimes. All right. Who amongst us eats the yellow bits first around the berries and just has a bowl of berries? Um, no. That's just me. Okay. That's just me. You know how the berries all kind of clump together because of the surface tension on the milk? Surface I tension. That today. Sure. And not viscosity. No. Viscosity, I think, is just shoot them out of the bowl. Just sweep. <laughs> <laughs> So, Neil, where does that place us in the tournament standings? Well, that would be Kells. I'm sorry, Andy would be in the lead with three points. 
force a habit there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Kill. muscle memory. Kill has three points, and Davo has one point. Well, it's a rough start for Davo, but there's plenty of tournament left to play. Thank you, Timothy, for a wonderful category. If any of you out there have any more suggestions, Neil, tell them again where to send those questions or comments or topic ideas. Just email them to neil, that's N-E-I-L, at brainladle.com. And from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Davo with Andy. So long, Timothy and the Ladle Braiders everywhere. Kells? Uh, how did Reese eat her cereal? Uh, with her spoon. Oh, my oh God. boy. Oh. You know, sir, if you're gonna if you're gonna keep crashing our podcast, you should at least come with wow. decent joke. Uh, you paid me first, so I'll do it as a police. <laughs> Try to cash that coin correct. <laughs> well, as Bill Watterson once said through the mouth of young Calvin, I won't eat any cereal that doesn't turn the milk purple. Wise words. <laughs> Signing off. Uh, greetings and salutations to all you good trivia people out there. I know what you're thinking. Hey, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, how can I get a little more? Well, here to help you out. You can look up these good people on Twitter at Little Brain. Or if Facebook's more your deal, you can look them up at Brain Little Productions. Hey, they've even got their own webpage. It's uh, BrainLittleTrivia.com. Now, if you're feeling generous, you can join a Patreon. Where if you donate $10 or more, you can even get yourself fancy show invite how about that until we meet again this has been 44 and i'm glad you joined us hope i'm out the preceding podcast was presented by brain ladle productions all rights reserved